Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. You know, I get asked often about problem solving because actually, you know, to be honest with you, I love problem solving. I don't know if that makes me a nerd or if I'm just blessed. Maybe it's a little bit of both, but I really do enjoy solving problems. And I would tell you that um, I've been fortunate enough to have people tell me that it's one of my gifts, right? That I can sit down and see a full landscape of a situation. I can ask the right questions. And then from asking the right questions and, and understanding all the pieces, come up with a solid game plan that truly hits at the root of the problem. And I love being known for that. I love having that gift and that skill. We all have gifts. We talk about that all the time. But I'm proud of the fact that that's one of mine because I enjoy it. And typically when we have gifts, we also enjoy using them. So they go hand in hand. But the question that I typically get asked is, you know, how do you figure out what the problem is and how do you solve it, Katrina? Like, What's your methodology in your mind? And I would tell you that ultimately and overarchingly, that's what the air squared framework is, right? That's my methodology that I use to resolve problems, right? I, I, I find them. So we assess your business and then we identify all of your problems. Um, and I don't mean all of your problems. I mean all of the gaps in your business, right? And then we put resolutions in place. And that's ultimately high level. That's what the air squared framework is. But let me tell you a couple of things that I do just in my mind. Right? I think we all have, I don't know, spidey sense or whatever you want to call it. Excuse me. But at the end of the day, what I would tell you is there's a couple of steps that I take in my brain. And I don't even really realize that I'm doing it. It's just a part of who I am. And that's why it's my gift. But let me walk you through a couple of things that I do such that as you're facing problems, you'll, you'll have a little bit of a different view, potentially. Or... Quite frankly, it'll probably just recommit in your mind and reconfirm the fact that you're on the right path whenever you run into a problem in your business or otherwise. So the first thing that I do is, you know, I start with, you know, what I need. So essentially, I'm looking at the business, for example, and I'm looking at the metrics or the KPIs or the financial budget and that, you know, versus the actuals. And I'm looking at data, right? Or if I'm producing a product, I'm looking at the product to ensure that it's quality. Okay, I'm, I'm looking at something. And I know what I want the endpoint to be. Okay, so when I talk about the air squared framework and I talk about the A and it's assess, meaning you assess your business, that's what I mean when I'm looking at all the metrics. But the lens that I look at it through is the fact that I know what I want that endpoint to be. I know what good looks like relative to a certain KPI. Or I know what the budget is relative to, you know, what what I should be delivering within my P&L. So that's my endpoint. I already know my endpoint. If I'm looking at a product, if I'm looking at one of my bags, you know, my determined bags, I know, you know, where every pocket should be and how high everything should be, how long the strap should be. I know all of these things. And so when I'm looking at that product, I'm looking at it through the lens of, is it right? I already have the correct lens in my brain. 
I know what good looks like. Now I'm simply going through and looking at the bag to determine, right, how, how I use that, haha, the determined bag, and I'm trying to determine if it's accurate, if it's right, if it was produced correctly, if there are any blemishes or incorrect stitching. That's what we do whenever we're trying to solve a problem, right? Think about a marriage, a relationship. When you start in your marriage or whenever you start a new relationship, you have an idea of what that relationship should be, okay? And when it's not there, whenever you have a disagreement or something happens, the, the problem is that it didn't reach the ideal of what you expect your relationship to be. And so then we have a couple of choices, be it a product that we're making or a relationship that we're trying to build or a business that we're trying to grow. We have to then decide, is our endpoint accurate? Are we still aiming at the right thing? Okay, it's sort of that look in the mirror that I always tell you to do, right? Before we go and try to fix other people, we have to look at ourselves and say, am I the problem? Well, ask yourself first, is the goal the problem? Did you establish an incorrect goal? Is your lens wrong? I mean, think about the fact that there's probably tons of pilots or new product lines or new things that you do in your business. And how do you establish a goal around that? You use your best guess. You try diligently to come up with what you expect the targets should be. But if you've never done it before, it's just your best educated guess. So as you move through and, and you're moving your business forward, whenever you sit down and look at performance to that best guess target, it could very well be that your targets are not accurate. You, you just did your best. And so now you're saying, here's my performance versus what I came up with. How'd I do? Okay, so that's step one. You have in your mind what good looks like. You then go forward and say, uh, my metrics, my the bag that I'm making, the relationship that I'm building, whatever it is, isn't hitting the mark of my expectations. The next step that I do is I look at the expectations. Are they reasonable? Do I need to reassess? Should I make an adjustment of some sort? Now, I'm not sitting here saying, take your sales plan and if you missed it by X number of dollars, just reduce the plan. I'm not saying that. Okay, now that's your decision, right, as, as a business owner. But at the end of the day, if you didn't use, you know, all of the full knowledge, if you didn't have full visibility to everything you needed to know in order to create that metric soundly, then maybe you do make an adjustment. Now, I make adjustments for, for different things. Rarely do I make adjustments for financial pieces because, you know, we, we need to deliver upon those. That's just building good muscle memory and habit. Um, I think if, if ever in a business we get used to adjusting our financial targets, we, we become at risk for always adjusting financial targets, and that can be dangerous, right? We need to deliver on those. But that's your, that's your decision. That's just Katrina's opinion on the side. At the end of the day, you can decide if you need to adjust those targets or not, okay? Then the next thing is to go back, and you, you have to understand how you're measuring it, okay? So you start with, here's my problem because I knew what good looked like, and I'm not there. Then I go and say, well, are the metrics accurate? Should I make any adjustments, yes or no? And let's assume you didn't, okay? Let's assume that you've been running that metric for a while. It's been achievable. It's been attainable. Nothing has really changed. And so you should still be delivering to that metric, but for some reason you're not, 
okay? Then take one step backwards. How are you measuring that metric? What rolls into that measurement? Are there five or six different teams within your business that contribute to that metric? Okay, well, if there are five or six different teams that contribute to that overall metric, then what you have to do then is look at each and every team, all five or six, in order to assess what's happening in each one of those. Okay, does that make sense? So once you know that your metric is sound, now you have to go look and say, well, what actions, what activities, what groups roll into or contribute to those results? If it's customer satisfaction, for example, what teams play a part in delivering customer satisfaction in your business? It's probably the first person that talks to the customer, the last person that talks to the customer, you know, the entire team in between that's creating the product or, um, or the service itself, right? Probably your, pretty much your entire business touches customer satisfaction in some capacity. And so now you have to go look at each one of those teams to truly identify right? Which team is contributing to the miss? And it could be more than one team. And that's okay. But the point is that you've got to find it, right? Once you find that one area or those areas that are, that's causing the miss, now you've truly solved the problem because you knew you needed to deliver to a certain goal, but you weren't. Okay. So you know which area of the business to fix. You knew the ideal state where you wanted to be and you're not there. So you know exactly where to go and start working. Then you drill back and say, well, how am I measuring customer satisfaction? Who, who contributes to that? Okay, well, it's these three teams. All right, these three teams. Now I'm going to go assess three teams um, and figure out which of the three teams is causing an issue. Which three teams? Um, maybe it could be all three, like I said, or it could just be one. But either way, what's happening within those teams that could be causing a decline in customer satisfaction. Now, if you have customer satisfaction data, it could be helpful to drill into that even further before you even go and start looking at your teams to say, well, are they dissatisfied with the interaction with my team? Or are they dissatisfied with the actual product or service I'm providing? That can help you narrow it down too, right? But if you didn't have that, you would then have to go and look at which part of your business is not on point. And then once you figure that out, then you just start fixing those pieces. Okay. So that's how I do it in my mind. That's how I problem solve. I know exactly where I want to be. I see the fact that I'm not there. And so I know what I want to strive for. I make sure that what I'm striving for is attainable and realistic. And then I set those goals with all of the information that I needed in order to do that. Even if I'm still lacking some information, I'm going to stay firm on the, on the target that I established. Until you can give me better information um, or a clearer picture of where I should be going, I'm going to stick with what I have. We can't be changing targets and goals every week. It just, it won't work. It'll, it'll drive everyone insane and you will lose your mind. Okay, so I stick with that. Then I start breaking it down and saying, okay, well, who and what contributed to delivering to that actual number? Let me now go look at those pieces of the business and figure out what is broken within each of those pieces. Because once I figure that out, that's what I'm going to fix. And so that's how I look at the total landscape and work backwards in order to solve a problem. So I hope that helped. You probably do something similar. Maybe you don't. Um, maybe you have a better process. I would love to hear it. But at the end of the day, you have to have a process that you follow on a regular basis 
in order to sit down and truly clear up gaps in your business. Because if you don't, your business isn't going to grow, right? We know that. Business isn't going to grow. Business isn't going to be anything that, you know, outside people will believe in. If ever you wanted to sell your business, probably not going to happen because it's not running well. So problem solving obviously is critical in being able to run a successful business. It's definitely one of the traits that I look for when I'm hiring someone to work on my team. And so at the end of the day, maybe you ask someone how they solve a problem. What is it that they look for? And that's a hard question that they may not even be able to answer. It may take them some time to think and reflect within themselves in order to verbalize that to you. But at the end of the day, we each have a process. My challenge for you is what's your process? How do you problem solve? And if you're not clear or you feel as though you're not very good at it, then try my method. And then if you, know, if you definitely want to jump in and try the Air Squared Framework, would love to teach you more about that. Because that is my go-to process that no matter the problem, no matter the issue, be it business, personal, whatever, Air Squared Framework, it works everywhere. All right, so figure out what your problem-solving process is and then make sure that you consistently execute on it. And then at the end of the day, whatever problem you find, the most important thing you do is that you fix it, right? We have to fix it. People are good about finding problems. They're not so great at solving and, and resolving problems. So be one of those few people that actually resolve the gaps that they find. Okay? Hey, thanks for listening. Go and be legendary.